What's up, guys? Welcome back to Revelations Through Conversations. It's me, Jess. And today, I have a special guest here with me today. Her name is Victoria Jones, my bestie since day one, like, <laughs> period. But um, today, she's simply just going to be asking me a lot of questions about what that season of my life was like, like transitioning from college to my career now. She's just going to ask me a whole bunch of questions. We're going to have a conversation about it. And yeah, so Victoria, <laughs> what's up? Welcome. Thank you for being here. No, I'm super excited. And honestly, anytime I can sit down with my bestie, Monday one, my it's going to be a good time. Yeah, period. Um, that's my best friend. Well, oh. I'm just not going to be But yeah, honestly, Jessica, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing you since seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And golly, I feel like so much life has happened. Like, you know, when we went yeah. through middle school and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and naturally, you know, we still stay pretty close, even yeah. like after graduation of high school. Yeah. Um, but there were many seasons that we lost touch. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm and and the people. Mm-hmm. We're curious to know what was life like in college? Where'd you go for mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. And yeah, just tell us a little bit what that was like. Yeah. So college, it, it was cool. There are some people I will tell like I, I did not enjoy it. But that was, yeah. like, of course, starting out. But like over time, I would come to to really enjoy my time at Auburn. That's where I went to school, Auburn University. Um, I do like wish that I would have gotten out more, got to know some people more, but it was, it was a huge transition for me. And I, I'm not really sure why just yet, but it just was. Yeah. And so just getting to know people, getting out of my comfort zone, I've been in Huntsville my whole life. Yeah. So I really had to rediscover who I was. Um, and, but I was extremely involved in my church. So I'm, I'm thankful that I had the time to, you know, understand who I was from that perspective as mm-hmm. well. Um, but yeah, I graduated from Auburn. I graduated with my bachelor's degree um, in supply chain management, mm-hmm. which is essentially business. I know a lot of people are going to be like, what is that? <laughs> but um, yeah, I graduated with my degree in business in 2018. And immediately after that, I moved, I moved back home. Wow. I know. And actually, you know, speaking of, mm-hmm. you know, right now we can talk about the nitty gritty now. Mm-hmm. Like you got a whole big girl government job. Not not my girl not with the government. That still blows my mind. Not you telling my business. <laughs> but I feel like just knowing you throughout all the years that we've been friends, but also witnessing your life, I know that ministry has always been yeah. a huge passion of yours. But you've always had so many other passions mm-hmm. as well. And yeah. even when you moved back home, I know everything, everything just didn't fall into place. So yeah. for one, tell us about... For one, how you were able to navigate your passions mm-hmm. into landing where you wanted to be, yeah. um, if you feel like you even landed where you wanted to be. And yeah. then two, um, also just tell us about what that season was like towards apprehending like your government job or yeah. landing some some things in ministry. Yeah. So I, upon graduating, like when people would ask me, Jessica, what do you want to do with your yeah. life? What, what you finna do now? I honestly didn't know what to tell them. I would give them different responses every single time. <laughs> and I genuinely just didn't know for myself. And it wasn't because I wasn't driven. It, didn't, it wasn't because I didn't have passions or anything like that or dreams. It was just because I had so many yeah. that I didn't know how to summarize all of that into just like a job title. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to travel. I wanted to spread the gospel. I still want to do these things. Yeah. I wanted to have enough money to support myself whenever I moved out of my parents' house. Like, 
at some point I wanted to study, what is it? Health informatics. I forgot what the name of that was. I wanted to go back to school to get, get a degree for that. But the Lord was like, Jessica, now you're going way off. Stick to the plan. I know what you want. Just ask me for it. And so, yeah, those were, that was literally everything that I wanted to do. And I was having a really hard time like navigating that because I was like, where am I going to find a job like that? Like, and I think that just kind of speaks to the fact that a lot of us think that we're called to do one specific yeah. thing. Like when it comes to our career, when it comes to like our extracurricular activities, like, but I think at the end of the day, it's not so much about the job title that you have, right? It's not, it's not just about that. And that's not just what God has called you yeah. to. He has called you to glorify him in all things. Right. And so after I graduated, there was literally like seven months, maybe eight, where mm-hmm. I was just not working. Wow. Like, and I had job offers and stuff like that. I was just very skeptical about all my job offers because they didn't pay me the yeah. way. I mean, they didn't pay <laughs> me well topic. for me yes, to be able yes. to like support myself. Yeah. And so I, when I moved back home, I was like, dang, like I took, I missed all of those opportunities and I could have just done that. And I would have had some money. I had student loans. Praise God. Those are paid off in Jesus name, but (laughs) praise God. But at the same time, during those seven months, like I literally wasn't doing anything, but just applying for jobs. Mm. And that was hard because I'm seeing everybody around me, like get jobs, start businesses, start like, you know, YouTube channels, like stuff like that. And I'm just like, God, what do you want me to do? Because I I have all of these things on my, that you placed on my heart. I just don't know how to execute them. Yeah. So it was really Mm -hmm. challenging. It was really challenging. Well, you know what, too, just to mention, we're going to sprinkle this in there. You know you want to be on the Ellen Show, too, so you got dreams of being like a talk show host. This is the second time you didn't talk my business. <laughs> I remember that. That was in high school, okay. <laughs> no, it, it lingered on a little bit more. Okay. Um, but you know what, I think you said something that was really key in the midst of your waiting mm-hmm. as you were trying to apprehend the next thing. It wasn't that opportunities weren't come. You also had to assess those opportunities be like, wow. This doesn't necessarily serve me mm-hmm. or like, you know, this is not the right. At least I'm getting these things. Mm-hmm. So actually for a little bit, talk to us about, for one, waiting on the Lord, but also being discerning enough of like, you know, we got free will mm-hmm. and we can commit to anything that yeah. we want. Um, but yeah, talk to us a little bit about what it was like waiting like tending to the weight mm-hmm. and what you did, like even Dream for it. yourself, yeah. but also talk about like, how, how were you able to, to without over spiritualizing the situation, yeah. how were you able to say, well, okay, this is my, this is the next step that I feel like God yeah. has affirmed absolutely. Um, where you landed your government job. And such. Yeah, absolutely. Literally all of everything started falling into the pla- into place, like towards the end of that year. But mm-hmm. leading up to that, like I was so in my head about everything. Like I was thinking, man, am I going to live with my parents forever? Like what, what is, what is She'd this? Be like, a I'm telling you, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to have to settle with my career? Like, what am yeah. I going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. And so during, like I said, during that seven months, I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. So I just had to tend to what was like in front mm-hmm. of me. And so I remember I was like, you know, okay, I, I want to find community. All of my friends are in college still, or they are tr- like, you know, working in different cities and stuff like that. Well, I'm, I just need to find, make new friends. What better way to make new friends than join a community? Yeah. So I was in the process of looking for another church. 
And after that, along with that, I was also like working out. I'm telling you, that was the healthiest I've ever been in. And hear me, I'm still fine. I'm still healthy. Okay. (laughs) But back then I was like consistent because I didn't have anything else to do. Um, And now I'm busy all the time. But (laughs) um, I was also, oh, I really took the time to like study the word of God. And when I say study, I wasn't just reading it and skimming through it. Like I... studied the word of God in chronological order for three years. Now, hear hear me. This was a one-year Bible study plan, and I took three years to study it in chronological order. So I was really taking the time to dissect it and understand why I believed what I believed. And so during all of that, I was doing these things. And if you would have asked me then, Jessica, like, are you operating in the will of God? Are you, is, are you living in the purpose God has placed on your life? I would tell you no, because I thought because I did not have a job Mm -hmm. that was directly impacting the lives of other people at that time, I felt like I was, I was not Mm -hmm. doing what he called me to do. But I think a lot of times we tend to overcomplicate the will of God mm-hmm. because of hustle culture, because of what everybody else is doing around us, when simply God just calls us to glorify him in all things, right? Yeah. And so during that season of my life, hindsight, looking back on it, I'm like, I actually was living in the will of God. Yeah. Like if I did not have that season of my life, I would not have had the time to be able to understand God and study his word and help other people understand his word in the way that I do now. Um, I worked out a lot then I still work out a little bit more now, but I did, I wouldn't have been able to start that healthy habit. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was hard once again, when I was in it, especially along with that, because I did not have community and I was still seeking that out. And so when I was looking for a church, the first church I went to, because I love the music, I joined it, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, this is this is home. Yeah, this is it, Jesus. Awesome. And it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and I was, I was talking to my friend Brian. He'll be on this podcast as well. I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, I joined it. I joined the church, but I don't know if I'm being fed. I don't mm-hmm. know if I am actually growing there. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, why did you join it after the first day? I said, well, because their music was, their worship team was live. You, <laughs> you feel and he was just like, okay, I just want to encourage you. And I'll say this to even encourage other people as well. Like when you're seeking out, you know, a church family or a church home, take the time to really analyze like what it is you like about it, why you're going there. And don't just join after the first day, like unless the the spirit is really leading you to join, but take some time to really like figure out like what that church is about before you invest yourself into it. So I found a church home, like maybe three or four times after, you know, looking that, that after that first time and God had given me a dream about it. Now hear me. I am not, I, I don't, I don't really remember my dreams at all. And so I know for a fact that if I remember them for the most part, it's from God. And that was, I think, the first time I've I've ever had a dream. Mm -hmm. And it was, I was like, okay, God is literally telling me this. Mm -hmm. I just need to trust him and trust that it was him and not my subconscious, you know? And so um, he gave me just like this, this vision of like the upstairs of this, I guess, worship room. I don't know. I don't know. It was a stage. They had drums. There was like chairs surrounded around the stage. And I was like, okay, I got it. 
And so every time I started looking for a church, I was looking for specifically like what that looked like. And so at some point I was like starting to like get tired. I was like, God, I really don't understand the point of me even having to join a church at this point because I'm, I'm studying my word for myself. Like, and I'm, I'm doing all of these things. I'm glorifying you. I'm doing all of this. Why is it, why is that necessary? And so, um, then again, he gave me the dream again and I was like, Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay. I I'm encouraged now I will keep looking. Then ultimately I found restoration church, which now I serve as the young adult leader there. So I work there part-time as well. And it's just like, that was the beginning of everything that was going to flow after that. Cause immediately like a month, I want to say after I joined the church and I was being discipled, I was, I'm telling you, I was just growing. You knew it was like of God. And ultimately when I got to the church, I saw that room and I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And it was the youth room. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, God, okay, you're, you're working. And so a month after that, I got, I got a job mm-hmm. and I had applied for this government job I think in, in the summer, Damn. like after I graduated for months, then. Yeah, months. so like I was applying for other things and I'm like, probably not going to get the government job. Honestly, didn't want the government job, but I, that was the only job offer <laughs> I had. And I was back at home. I needed money. So I was like, all right, that's yeah. it. So once again, God was just gradually bringing all the things that I needed and desired um, in my life together. And it once again was not just one specific job or career like I do church stuff on the side like not on the side actually that takes up a lot of my life as well I do my job like my nine to five and I because once again I I was able to study God's word during those seven months it was not seven months three years but during that time where I was still trying to figure life out like I'm able to now like teach other people and teach young people and I even learned a new desire that I had like I love to help people understand why they believe what they believe and especially the young people now because they're being influenced by so many things in this culture. And I'm just like, okay, they need a a solid understanding of what the word of God says and what it means to us as people, as creation. Right. And so that's, I'm telling you, God literally just started working everything together. And then years later, I'm going back to school to study theology. So it's just like, Okay, it required patience. Yeah. And so all of this, yes, there was a span of seven months, but it was a process. And yeah. so I'll say like what's four years later, mm. I'm I'm seeing it come to pass. Yeah. So yeah. That's so honestly just listening to your story, like I hear so many I hear so many good nuggets that is practical for us. Like two, when you talked about for one, just maintaining the focus of glorifying God in all things, mm-hmm. how important that is. Mm-hmm. And then two, tending to the life that was in front of you. Like, yeah, yeah even, you know, as you even spoke about that season, me witnessing you go through that season, I know it was frustrating. I know it wasn't fun. Mm-mm. But yeah, I mean, outside of like you were outside of like literally tending to the things of God, studying his word, um, definitely casting your bread upon the waters like applying for jobs like mm-hmm. upon doing those things literally i saw you still out there seeking within your means like mm-hmm. seeking to live your best life yeah. hanging out with your friends doing all this kind of yeah. stuff so and like you said exercising it was so well-rounded and honestly i think that's something that we take for granted that literally the will of god is 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 as simple as for one glorifying him mm-hmm. and then tending to the life that is in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't I don't know how or why, but it seems like we just we over spiritualize and we overcomplicate that. Yeah. So you hit it right on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
in the midst of that now, like, you know, speak to us a little bit about how, how, how can we not pigeonhole ourselves in thinking that, I don't know, the, the will or the purpose of God is, is supposed to be one thing. Like, yeah. again, I, even another thing that I hear when I listen to your story is that these things happen in seasons and they, mm-hmm. they it just looks differently. Like, literally, you work, you tend to a government job, you do part-time ministry right mm-hmm. now. Um, you got, you know, there's other things in, of your passion that you're tending to, but it doesn't just look like... I don't know. They they look compartmentalized yeah. in a sense. Yeah. So yeah, what is the best way like to overcome like even anxiety when you're like, oh, I thought it was supposed to look like this, or yeah. I thought it was supposed to feel like this. Yeah. I think help me, Holy Spirit. But I think <laughs> whatever we plan in our life is nothing compared to what God has planned for life. Like He will give us little like glimpses into things that we're passionate about and things that we would like to do. But at the end of the day, like you have to trust him with the outcome Mm -hmm. because he's the one that gave you the promise at the end of the day. He's the one that placed the desire on your heart at the end of the day. So I think that's, that's once again, the biggest thing that's encouraged me or that encouraged me during that time. It's like, God, like, I know you're going to do something with all of this. I don't know what it looks like. Well, at the same time, I do have many ideas of what it looks like. Yeah. But it's not going to be through my might or through my power that this is going to come yeah. into fruition. It's it's simply by your hand. Yeah. And so I have to trust you more than I yeah. trust my own plans, trust my own uh, uh, will. I, I just have to com- constantly submit that to him. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Another quick question I just want to throw in there. How do you feel like you can best discern, like, making a decision out of practicality and also making a decision of, like, okay, I literally felt led? Or even if it's a hodgepodge of both sometimes, like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you, uh, yeah. make those decisions? Make a decision out of practicality versus spirituality. Spirit. Yeah. I'm telling you. God really, he really has, <laughs> he has to, to tell you. me. He yeah. really has to tell me. And and honestly, Thank recently, you. yeah, because um, I, I can't really speak for that season because I was simply just operating based off of like, this is practical. This makes sense. Let me just go ahead and do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And because I think God just placed it right before me. Yeah, absolutely. But now I'm on the other side of it where I'm experiencing things a little differently where practical doesn't always work out for me. Yeah. And so... um Yes, once again, I can do the things that make sense, that make the most reasonable sense. But I think this season, God has operated and called me to operate more on faith Mm -hmm. than I have off my logic in the past. And so recently, once again, he has been just helped, like giving me dreams. I I don't know how to explain (laughs) it, bro, but it's been happening. And so whenever I have those dreams, like God will literally tell me, because you have to be prayed up. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. In order for you to hear from God, you have to constantly go to him in prayer. Outside outside of that, I don't know how you're going to communicate with God, but you have to talk to him daily. And so like in that, in worship, in prayer, like he would tell me what to do, what Mm -hmm. my next step was. I just simply had to just be silent. Mm -hmm. And so once again, like I had a dream, like when it came to school, me going back to school, right? It was a dream. Someone had kind of like spoken, you know, some encouragement to me and told me to stop waiting, stop being like, you know, stop uh, sitting on this thing that God has called you to do. And he had he had called me to go back to school for a while because he knew he was like, Jessica, I know you are passionate about teaching this next generation about the word of God. 
And I think you're doing an amazing job, but I do think that you need to go back to school just to hone in on that. Yeah. And so when I had the dream, it was just like me, like out of college space. Yeah. And at some point I had to sign up for classes yeah. and I didn't know what path, career path I was going to choose whenever I did. And so I was thinking, okay, do I go back for business? Because I was thinking that, okay, do I want to practicality mm-hmm. or do I want to go through for theology, yeah, because this is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. This is what the desire that he's placed on my heart. And so in the dream, this is, I'm telling you, I'm not even doing this myself, but in the dream, I'm just looking at the syllabus for, for business. And I was like, I can't do this again. I cannot go through accounting again. I almost, <laughs> I almost failed the first time. But then when I looked at the, at the theology, um, um, syllabus and all the classes that I would have to take, and I was like, this is it. And I clicked on it and I woke up. It was yeah. simple as that. And I was like, okay, God, I know you're making, you've made it clear. Not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times. That is so powerful. Yeah. Because again, I'm thinking about, I feel one, it's a gift. It's mm-hmm. such a, an amazing encounter like with God when he gives you dreams. Yeah. But I feel like another thing, just like listen to your story for those that might not have yeah. like get to experience the manifestations of like dreams and such. I, I think it's just powerful that. Even when you talked about earlier about being prayed up, but also paying attention to the passions that God's put on your heart. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy because what I'm gathering from your story that even apart from dreams, like he, a season would change. Mm-hmm. He would like literally purpose in your heart of like, Hey, I think I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then when it came down to make a decision, you were just like, okay, I'm going to follow what was literally on my heart yeah. and not just the practical thing because it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's so powerful. And yeah. that you just, again, just live life on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and and honestly, in that too, like I think that practicality and, you know, being spirit led could work together mm-hmm. because yeah. even like after I had the dream, the Lord told me, reach out to this person, mm-hmm. right? And when you reach out to him, ask him about the cost because I know cost mm-hmm. is a big thing for you. You just got da- done getting out of debt with your student loans. Yeah. Like I get it, but I want you to talk to him. And after I talk to him, practical makes practical sense. I want to make sure I'm fiscally yes. responsive, yes. responsible. Yeah. Right. But, and so um, with that being said, like I was still practical, but God was providing ways for me, even when I was mm-hmm. trying to like work within my means. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. Whew. So again, just from the totality of everything mm-hmm. from, from college mm-hmm. to calling. Literally from college to calling, I mm-hmm. feel like, again, like my takeaways from your life have been like, wow, it's waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's tending to the life that's in front of you. It's about being patient. Mm-hmm. It's about, um, you know, leading life and living life in faith, but mm-hmm. also um, just leaning on the Lord even towards practical things. But what would you say your biggest takeaways were Mm. during all this time? Yeah. I I think my biggest takeaway is simply, I'll say, go back to God. It is about your relationship with him. That is the reason why we are here. We were created to glorify him and be in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And so even if, and I keep saying this because I wish someone would have told me this, if I were back where I was, if all you are doing is studying his word, growing in relationship with him, getting to know him, loving him, loving people as yourself. And as long as you're making disciples, you are walking 
in the will of God. It does not have to get more complicated than that. And as you... uh, dwell in your relationship with him as you grow in your relationship with him he will provide next steps he's placed desires on your heart to pursue these things right but at the same time since he's put them on your heart you have to go back to him for instructions and he will i'm not just saying this he will provide every single time you just have to trust him but i just overall i want to demolish the idea that your calling is simply just, once again, your career. Mm-hmm. It's simply just your job title. Mm-hmm. During those seven months, I wasn't working, yeah. but I was still, I was still being productive. I was still loving the Lord. I was still, once again, studying his word, learning more about him. I was still seeking a church family. And when I found it, I was getting discipled. And in turn, I started discipling others as well. I was doing everything that God called me to do as a follower of Jesus. And then everything else came. It's just a matter of being patient and growing in your relationship with him. That's powerful. Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. Because seriously, like... I know soon we're about to wrap up, but literally your story is the epitome of that scripture. Like, seek you first the kingdom, all these things will be added to you. Come on. And that's been my verse this year. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, girl, just thank you. Thank you for just being a wealth of knowledge. And um, yeah, thank you for taking us on the journey, girl. We need these nuggets. Big facts, girls. (laughs) Praise God. Glory to his name. But um, with that being said, thank you, Victoria. For taking the time out of your day because you are a busy woman just like me. That's how we know we grown grown. Yes. But um, thank you for coming here to just kind of pick my brain about my life and what brought me from there to here. And uh, with that being said, that is the end of episode one. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you guys want to stay plugged in and figure out when the next episode is going to be released, just simply follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and then also follow us on YouTube. And that's just going to be my government name. It's not going to be Revelations Through Conversations. It's going to be Jessica Gonder. Okay. <laughs> but, but aside from all of that, thank you guys for listening. Once again, stay tuned and be blessed. Bye. Bye.